a single purpose, multiple avenues to explore. That's the challenge when it comes to operating the Ohio State Reformatory. You've got the Shawshank Redemption, you've got Haunted, you've got concerts. Which direction do you go? That requires purpose and it takes a lot of pressure. Dan Smith is next. Hello friends and welcome to Purpose Under Pressure, where we share stories of purpose and the storms that rise in the business world that can always knock us off. And I am so thrilled to be able to bring guests to you to talk about their purpose in life and the things that uh, get in the way. And we're going to do that again today. So I am Brian Leffelock. I'm glad you're here. Let's turn it up. Our guest today is the Associate Director at the Ohio State Reformatory. Yes, the same Ohio State Reformatory you know from the Shawshank Redemption movie. And of course, haunted, paranormal, scary haunted cells and all that wild, wild stuff. And we're going to talk about some of that today with our guest, Dan Smith. Welcome, Dan, from the Ohio State Reformatory. Thanks for being a guest on Purpose Under Pressure. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Really glad you are. I've You and I have known each other for a long time, and I know you have a man as a man with a, a lot of drive and, and a lot <laughs> of uh, passion for getting things done the right way. And so I think that's going to um, show up today. So as we get into the show a little bit, a little, tell me a little bit about what you do and tell me about the Mansfield Reformatory and what it does and, and kind of give us an example of what success looks like over there because you guys are doing great things. Sure. Well, thank you. Yeah, I've been here for seven years now. So I'm the associate director. I kind of handle a lot of the overall events, um, the publicity, anything that really happens internally here now. I usually have somewhat of an understanding or a bit of uh, being a part of it for sure. A lot of restoration, a lot of ongoing new projects happening here. So uh, a lot of hats. It's an exciting place to work. And uh, yeah, it continues to grow. We're uh, definitely blessed to uh, have the success we've had over the years and continue for exciting future. Now, people know the Reformatory from Shawshank Redemption or from Haunted. How do you think people know where you are? Because everyone's seen it. Uh, what's the brand, sure. do you think? How do people know of you the most? You know, it's really interesting. Um, Shawshank is definitely the top. There's no doubt about that. But there is a huge level of people that are here for the historic um, portion of everything, as well as the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And now I would even say because we have this huge rock and roll festival, um, our Halloween event here. So there's a lot of puzzle pieces to getting people out here. A lot of people overlap into different areas for sure, but Shawshank is definitely our uh, biggest claim to fame. Uh, Still is, we get people at the gate almost seven days a week, Uh, Christmas, everything you could ever imagine, they're out there and they just, you know, they were driving, doing a work event maybe, or something along those lines. And they're just, they wanna get a photo, they wanna share it with their family. So it's really exciting to still have that drive and how much that, film means to people throughout the world and it's something we're very proud to be able to be a part of and this has nothing to do with purpose yet but i'm just interested as a fan regardless of shawshank or haunted or history what's the number one question you get from people that come through the doors about the location is there one that just stands out there's a couple the first probably would be is it haunted that's one of the questions everybody loves to know and they uh, usually then a question about shawshank so the leader asks, you know, are the cells there? Can I get an Andy cell? Which unfortunately was all built in downtown Mansfield that was, that's been demolished since. But usually a question of, can I go somewhere from Shawshank or is it haunted? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two yeah. main ones for sure. Which are good and questions. what's the, what's the answer with, is it haunted? What's the answer that you give? 
our uh, one, our maintenance supervisor, I love his answer that he's given in a lot of interviews, and he always says, you need to come and check it out for yourself. And, find and out. really, the reason yeah. I love that is because it is. It's so personal for how you feel about those things. And, and then also, it's a good marketing ploy to get people to come here as well. Yeah. So I, I've always <laughs> kind of uh, you know piggybacked off that and said, come out and check it out and see what you think. And how many people come through the doors every year, whether it be haunted or the Halloween or the concert? I mean, how many people do you think you touch every year with the reformatory? Yeah, with having the rock and roll music festival that we have now, incarceration, they have about seventy five thousand just from that. So we yeah. are over two hundred thousand now per every year. So yeah, so it's incredible and just continues to grow. And that's where purpose comes in. So there's a reason that you're doing this and there's a reason this place is open and you hold on to it and you, and you, and you preserve it and there's a whole society behind it. Uh, let's talk about purpose a little bit. Why are you there? What are you trying to accomplish there? What's the, uh, what's the purpose that you guys open your doors every morning and, and try to get people in? One of the interesting things for here is when this was established, it was pretty much to preserve this building. So when it was started in the early 90s, it was, you know, we don't know necessarily a lot of the revenue streams that are going to continue to support this, but we know that this building is iconic. It's huge for not even just Richland County, but Ohio, for that matter, to bring people in. Um, so we have really established, hey, first and foremost, let's be able to educate about why this building was here with historic tours, things like that, and then be able to preserve the building for generations to come. So those are the main goals and buy events and um, donations and things of that nature that's in other movies and things we make that all goes to the bottom line is to be able to restore this um, it is over 250,000 square feet so as you can imagine there is a lot of work there that takes for people to uh, you know help save the building for sure but one of the interesting things for me is, is I've always loved marketing it's always been very uh, much a passion of mine I've always uh, I grew up in the local went to OSU Mansfield but then ended up in Columbus and I knew that I wanted to come back in the area and be able to help market and just you know help bring tourism in so this when this opportunity arose for me personally it was one of those things that was just too good to pass up so to be able to connect with great people like yourself and be able to meet all these incredible um, people around Richland and Ashland County and the surrounding areas. It's really been very impactful for me to see what's not even just going on here, but what's going on in other local areas to bring either incredible business in. Um, and we love now because we are big enough to help kind of push tourism in other direction, check out other restaurants and other areas. So even though we are definitely saving this building, we're now big enough to be able to kind of, hey, why don't you go check these other things out while you're in town as well, since we have a voice. So it's opened up a lot of uh, opportunity and we're really excited to see what the future holds. And let's talk about that because that's that's what this is all about. The purpose behind what you do and what you're trying to accomplish is to maintain uh, the history of this building and to provide this for so many people for so many different reasons. And yet, um, travel and tourism and entertainment is a is a crowded world, right? People have sure. a lot of choices, and so I'm interested. What gets in the way? What are the storms that come along the way that that kind of uh, force you to rethink things or do things different? Or uh, give me some examples of when things. Uh, get trying when you're trying to fill those doors and fill those plates. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of the interesting things out here is, is we've noticed that we can get people in the doors fairly easy for the first time, but since there are so many ways, we want them to come back for other things. Um, mm -hmm. If you were to even spend a day here, there's no real way to accomplish seeing everything, whether that is, you know, doing a ghost hunt or seeing Halloween and the daytime tours. You can usually do some of that, but we're always looking at how can we grow? How can we you know, restore new areas? How can we make this 
a place that we want you to come back and see. Um, a lot of the other options, I think, as we compare and we compete against a lot of bigger cities for tourism as well um, to bring people in. So we're always looking at kind of the value that I think we bring and, and why is this unique or what is not being offered maybe in a Columbus or a Cleveland in certain ways. So we definitely understand that, you know, people are in Ohio, but they do have a lot of options um, and people's time is limited. So we're always looking at the opportunity as, you know, what can we offer that makes this the next step up? and the next level of, hey, I really got to check this out. And I think the team and the board has done an incredible job with a lot of that. One of the examples that I will give you is like our Shawshank sets. We've tried to basically put those almost back to how they were in the movies. Now there's a lot, obviously, the props and things that we don't have, but we've tried to get to the point that we let people go in there. We let them interact with it. We let them sit there in the same seats in the areas that uh, Andy and Tim did in the movie. And we look at, you know, in certain museums or tourism destinations, that's not something you get to do. Sometimes it's behind a wall or, you know, there's something where you can't get in. So we really try to make it an experience that you're going to tell your friends, you're going to be able to put it on your social media channels and really explore it. So um, we know there is a lot of places to check out for sure but we're always trying to show why this is definitely one of the best. And I think it's interesting that you have so many different, and when we've worked together before in different things, you have so many different reasons for people to come. And we've already talked about three or four of them. You've got the concert, and you've got Shawshank, and you've got the history, and you've got the haunted. There's one purpose behind it. How do you manage the different messaging to get people interested in coming for something that matters to them. We've talked before. Sure. Uh, if I care about Shawshank, I don't care about the concert. If I care about the concert, sure. I don't care about Haunted. You know, How does that uh, all go together so that you don't kind of lose focus of really what you're trying to accomplish? Sure. One of the really good things that our team has figured out is we've tried to bring people in that are very good in their field in those areas. So we've brought in a haunt manager that 100% understands that world. We've brought in a paranormal co coordinator that understands 100% of that world. Now we all can dip into each other's to say, hey, we think we should, you know, build obviously this overall branding and things like that. But to bring people in that really understand that we've been able to kind of focus on, let's bring in experienced people that understand these fields and that understand our overall message that we do need to preserve this building. We are here for the same goal. But we've brought in people that uh, definitely have been able to really take those areas. And then there's people like me and our executive director that get to then kind of take their message and bring it into the overall. So, And I think that's huge because a lot of these times, um, like our haunt manager, he's been to some extent involved in that world, I would say, for 15 years plus. Uh, same thing with a lot of the ghost hunting people, 20 years plus. So I think that we've definitely tried to use expertise to help kind of build that. Because I think if we dipped in a little bit, but we didn't really understand it, those areas wouldn't be as successful. Um, and I think that was kind of a huge success that we built um, probably almost 10 years ago that we just said, hey, we really need to bring in people that understand that and that we can build this overall message together. And is there something about the Haunted or the Shawshank that really drives people to want to come? Is, is it is Do they want to experience it? Do they, do they want to prove it to themselves, to see that it's real, to be a part of the action? What, what drives people that you can actually tie your messaging to? Shawshank is a great example that I've seen a lot of moments that have mean things for people throughout their family. Oh, yeah. this was really important to me and my father. He had passed away. This was our favorite movie. Whatever the case may be, you can see that this is a very important part of their life and that, you know, it is a message of hope and redemption. So I think that 
a lot of, you look at those movies that are timeless, for example, and I think that that message, no matter what, will always resonate with people. So I think that they want to experience it and you see this building, it's kind of like if you've seen a movie you, you know, your whole life and then you see it in person, you, even though it might be the first time, it feels almost like home or that you have this connection with it, I believe. Um, so I think that a lot of it is just because of their personal experiences, whether it's watching a movie or whatever, and then they want to share it with friends. Social media has been a huge reason for um, the amount. I mean, we even have areas, hey, you know, take a photo here, or even the tour guides will kind of say, this is a great time to take a photo. So we know that there have been a lot of moments that have been shared with family and friends through that. Um, and we 100% embrace that. So we understand that, you know, we need those tourism dollars, we need people to be here. Um, and that was always a very important thing that if we can make their experience better, we're, we're all about that. Are you a business owner or manager whose sales staff struggles prospecting and driving new business? Do your sellers need a serious tune-up? As the new economy grows, make sure your sales team is ready to grow your business. The Ruby Group, a Sandler sales training facility, builds well-oiled, bulletproofed sales teams. Take control of your revenue success. Email mike.jones at sandler.com. That's mike.jones at sandler.com. And don't forget, in the trenches, we don't default to our level of expertise. We default to our level of training. I'm interested because you do need that to happen. Without the, without the people coming through the doors, we don't generate the funds and we're not accomplishing our mission. What won't you, uh, this is kind of where purpose under pressure comes in, what won't you do? What, where will you draw the line when it comes to bringing people in? What I'm sure you've had ideas. Hey, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. What won't you sacrifice when it comes to the purpose of the brand of uh, the Ohio State Reformatory just to, dry, or, uh, just to sell a ticket? Sure. One of the interesting things for me is, is I handle a lot of the media productions, so the film productions that come in here. We've been offered, you know, decent um, income streams before, but hey, we need to cut your floor out or, well, and this was before my time, but it was a big superhero movie. Hey, we'd love to film here, but we need to like blow out one of your walls um, and oh, we'll replace it. Well, you can't replace it. I mean, you can, but it'll never look like it did 130 plus years ago. So there have been areas that, sure, we could have been known for a, a really big movie or something like that, but we understand that we are here to preserve the building. So that's kind of counterintuitive that, hey, let's cut out your 130-year-old floor or, or something like that. So we're, we definitely love bringing in uh, different events or different uh, films, for example, but it has to, they have to understand, hey, we're here to preserve this and you've got to be in that mission with us or that's not going to line up. And there have been a couple people that they understand it, but, well, we really need to have more free reign to you know, drill into your walls or do whatever. So those are opportunities that even if they are, you know, big movie productions, for example, those are usually things, yeah, we can't, we can't go down that path, um, understandably. So what about the haunted world? Does anybody ever want to do anything and maybe pay you big bucks to do it? And you're just like, no, that's just not going to work. Um, as much on there yet, no. if there is. I haven't heard too much about it. Um, the Haunted is a little easier for it. But yeah, I mean, do people do bring up kind of, you know, bizarre ideas of different events they want to do in the Haunted world. And luckily our uh, paranormal <laughs> coordinator and managers, you know, pretty good at saying, no, I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> so again, if they can understand, listen, this is cool to explore, but we can't be doing anything too crazy that we could, you know, uh, ruin the building or hurt anything. That's for sure. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, or, or or unrest any spirits that just don't yeah, want to be. So a lot of people want to do those things up. and see how far they can push it. And we're like, no, that's okay. Yeah. You know, this is that's a family friendly place. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, That's that's important to know. So tell me about some times, uh, because I know how important it is to sell the tickets. Tell me about some times when it was tough uh, to get the tickets, to get the revenue generated. And and how did you overcome some of those those obstacles? So 2015, the fall of 2015 is when I started here. And it was pretty self-explanatory on, hey, here's the events we have. This is how a typical year goes. Um, and it went very well. Our executive director and our board had really led this into this kind of great decade of where we we're moving forward to. Um, when 2020 hit and everything that happened with that, it was the first time that I saw out here, wow, this is an incredible building, even with Shawshank, even with everything that we're known for. But if people don't come through this door and if the world stops, we have to still find new ways to continue to build revenue because we still have electric bills and we still have huge heating bills to keep this building safe. (laughs) So that was one of those things that we learned and that I got to see firsthand of how do we create virtual events, virtual tours, things of this nature, digital content to create um, people to keep them involved, um, but maybe for whatever reason they're, they're not accessible. And that was nice because I used to think, okay, well, you needed to be able to travel here to experience this. Well, what if you don't? We do have a huge drive and push from Shawshank throughout the world. I mean, we have the data to see, hey, there's people, you know, uh, trying to log into our website from or from Australia and Japan and they, you know, people that reach out. So we had decided, okay, well, let's look bigger scale at this point. Um, and that was the whole team had to kind of almost reinvent themselves to understand that, yeah, we love feet on the ground and people exploring this. But what if that isn't an option or what if that isn't an option that we explored before and we can maybe, you know, double, triple income if that's something that over the years and the decades that we do build into the virtual um, world and build into the virtual content, which we actually get to work with you on, which was great. And we're still working on some of those things and always looking at new ways for people to, I've always said, I want everybody to be able to experience this building, whether it's in person, whether it's something you're doing through VR or online or however the case may be, how can you experience everything um, that's here? Because there's not that many of these. I mean, you're talking a handful of these historic prisons in the United States, even left in general. So we think that there's just a lot of ways that schools could use it, universities, a lot of ways to be able to explore it. So that was our, that was definitely the hardest that I've ever seen of everything through there to see, wow, without people coming through here, because it's not state funded. A lot of people believe it is. They think, because some of the prisons that we know, the historic ones, they are state run. We're not. Um, It's a 501c3. So everything is based strictly on, we get grants and tourism dollars and everything. So we pretty much have to make our own money. Um, which there's, you know, pros and cons, I'm sure, to both sides. But the nice thing is, is it does give us the flexibility to look into new opportunities and new revenue mm-hmm. streams, which there is a uh, definitely a nice uh, a form of being able to do that. So Yeah, it's kind of cool that you can just do whatever you want. You make good decisions, but you can create and be very creative with your marketing efforts. There are one last question I'd like to ask about purpose and pressure. The purpose is to keep this place going and, and to mm-hmm. maintain the history. That's what it's all about. Sure. What is it like to operate this place? You mentioned the electric bill. I mean, what what are the challenges that you have to face uh, in preserving the Ohio State Reformatory for future generations to enjoy? 
one of the things is, you know, we have a great restoration team and we have a plan of what we want to do every year, but that is very easy to be able to be changed. Um, so if there's, you know, some really bad leakage on a corner of things and it's, hey, we got to change and move over there. So I think to have the flexibility with a team to understand, hey, we might have to change this tour route around um, because whatever that roof may be caving in over there, we need to completely change and, and fix. So the flexibility of the team, the restoration team, our executive director and the contractors we work with to understand that we have to just kind of be able to move around as the building needs us because it is just so massive to be able to keep up. And luckily it has gotten easier as the years as we fix more windows and do those things. But um, I've noticed almost every year out here where something, not, I wouldn't say major, but where there's a change to say, hey, listen, nope, everything, we got to push over here and, and move to there. So um, I'm sure that there will always be ongoing restoration. I don't know that there's ever a day. I've always made the joke, even if we get done, we'll have to restart it by that point because it'll take 50 years probably. But um, it's incredible to see a team that is just willing to understand the goal to say, hey, this is, we, we're here for the building. So if we have to move and we have to change things around, then, you know, we'll do it because we know the impact that it will make on, you know, future generations to be able to be a part of something that we know will be here long after I'm gone is really an incredible feat. And I'm going to ask a question that might be a curveball and you don't have to answer it. It's okay, okay. to ask and it's okay sure. to say no. I'm interested in an operating budget as far as maintenance, like keeping the place going and how much money you need to come in on an annual basis to break even, you know, that sure. kind of thing. I, I would love to give you an answer. Unfortunately, that's all from our executive director. So I yeah. don't know that one. So I'd love it, to give it to you. But as long as down. the doors are open, you're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I always said, if he's smiling and gives me a thumbs up, I know we're good. <laughs> if he starts like frowning and like, you know, having his head down, okay, well, let's, let's continue. So he, he's usually yeah. giving me the smile and the thumbs up. So I know we're yeah. in a good spot. <laughs> and I know that it's more than a couple of dollars. I, I, I just know that I've been on those grounds and I know how large it is. And I know that, uh, I know that you've got purpose to make it go, but just a ton of storms and making sure enough people pass through and enough donations are provided and things of that yes. sort to, to make it work. So congratulations on doing all that work and, and keeping that place alive. That's pretty cool. What are you most proud Thank about, uh, on a daily basis when you come and go out of such a historical location? Um, you know, when you go home and, and you say, you know, it's a good day for Dan Smith, What's that about for you? I think the satisfaction of seeing the guests and seeing the impact of that, you know, there will be people that will come back and say, wow, I came here 10 years ago. I can't believe how much work you've done. Um, we just yeah. got brand new elevators in through the entire um, administrative wing, and we've never had that for guests. So 25 years plus, we've never had that. And we posted that on social and people saying, hey, I'm going to be able to not bring my grandmother there to be able to see this. So there's always those stories. There's always those moments that people are uh, thankful for us, which is always very interesting for me. But they do have that connection here. So whatever that case may be, to see that they're thankful that we're working and preserving this. And just their happiness to be able to experience Shawshank and, yeah. um, you know, school groups to get to come in and it gives them something different to do. And that's always the things that I go home with of, wow, this is really something to be thankful for. Yeah. And, and, and I know that you open, you're open to so many different ideas and ways to experience the reformatory and ways to tell your story. And so, uh, you know, as far as I know you shoot videos, you know, mu music videos and concerts and movies and, and, and tours and education. If someone wanted to reach out to you and, and find you and talk to you about different opportunities to tour or whatever it might be, how would they reach you, Dan? 
Sure. So the best way to get a hold of me is just through my email. That's dan at mrps.org. Um, you can also reach out to us via the ohiostatereformatory.org and our contact information is there. So if you even reach out to our general email, that'll get to me. So that's usually the first step. And then we'll uh, see if we can make it happen for you. So folks, this has been fun for me. I've known Dan for a long time and and Dan is never flustered. As you can tell, if you're watching or if you're listening, <laughs> he is never flustered. And yet I just know that the clouds are always circling and there's always something to deal with and always some new pressure to come around. And so, uh, Dan, thank you so much for sharing all the different ways that people can learn and know and understand about uh, the Reformatory. And thank you for all that you do to keep that place going uh, amidst all the, the storm. Thank you for your My, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Dan, it's been a pleasure. Purpose Under Pressure is brought to you by Brian Media Strategies. We provide brand building strategies for small business growth on target, on budget, and on purpose. Check out brianmediastrategies.com if you want more Purpose Under Pressure episodes like this one with Dan Smith from the Ohio State Reformatory, or if you'd like to contact me, I'm on LinkedIn or at that same website. I'm Brian Levelock. This is Purpose Under Pressure. We'll turn it up again next week.